1979, the world's largest, fastest, and highest wooden roller coaster at the time opened up at none other than King's Island. This is Simple Joe for May 8th, 2022. Say hi, Karen. 2021. Oh, it's 2021. Of course, Karen's here, so I say the wrong date. We are at King's Island today, Absolutely. and I cannot wait to talk to you about this beautiful, beautiful place. This is, this is my favorite place in the whole world. Other than spending time with my family, other than podcasting, this is my favorite thing to do. I am at Kings Island and I am loving it. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Joe. And I'm Karen. Yes, you're right. The beautiful <laughs> Karen is with me today and we're at Kings, Kings Island. Island. Yes, I can't believe it. I know some of you listeners are Disney fans. And I'm not, it's no, it's not Disney, it's, but it's my place, man. It's my happy place. We love coming to Kings Island and we are here today to, to just walk around, experience the place. We're not gonna ride many rides, but we're gonna probably get something to eat a little later on. This is the opening day, the unofficial opening day for Kings Island. I think the official opening day is next, next week. Yeah, next week. This is the season pass preview. We've been season passes for many, many years off and on. And I don't know if I'll ever never, I'll, I don't know if I'll ever not be a season pass holder again. I love this place. Even I, when you're old and gray. Even when I'm old and gray, man, I just, <laughs> I love this place. I love riding the rides. I love, I love standing in line. I love everything about it. I love the twirly lines. I like going in circles. I like going upside down. I like roller coasters. I like everything about this place. And I cannot wait to share these experiences with you on the Simple Joe Show. Did I say, did I say hello, my friend? Did yes. I say that? Okay. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I, <laughs> I'm Here, so. Here's a little bit of history. If you ever watched the Partridge Family or uh, the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch was here when the Kings Island first opened in 1972. So this park is almost 50 years old. Yep. Yep. Brady, Bart Brady Bunch and the Partridge family. And the Partridge family were here. Evil Knievel, I don't know, those of you who remember Evil Knievel jumped the fountain here at Kings Island. He did that. And uh, we've I thought been... he did buses. No, I think he jumped the fountain. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I was completely matter. sure he jumped the fountain until you told matter. me buses. But anyway, but we love, the, we love this place. We just got done walking out of Coney Mall and it is busy today. It, the past few years, of, of course, with COVID, it's not been very busy, but you can tell that people want to have fun again, man. They're walking around here. Some have masks, some don't. Kings Island kind of lightened the rules on masks this year. Uh, the people who want to wear them are wearing them. The people who don't want to wear them aren't wearing them. And so it seems like everybody's keeping a good distance. Lines are long. It's busy. There are lines that normally you can just walk onto the ride that have a 50 minute, 50 minute, an hour wait right now. But that's okay. I love this place. All right, so we're in line for the first ride of the year. Second, we rode second. the train. Oh, we did ride the train, that's right. We rode the train. So, yeah, the first ride of the year is always the train. I love the train at Kings Island. But right now we're in line for the Viking Fury. The Viking Fury is a, it's probably been here for 30 years, maybe longer. Kings Island is 40, Eight. 48 years old. 
and the Viking Fury is basically a big boat that swings back and forth like a just a big swing, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, when you, when you go up and down, it really it really puts butterflies in your stomach like a big swing. Yeah. Like, like a, I mean, I love this ride, and uh, your folks love this ride, You're, don't they? Yeah, because it doesn't cause them any angst. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love this ride. We're in the very top seat which means that we're going to go the highest we're at the end seat which means we're going to go the highest of anybody else on the ride other than and the people over on the other water one. yeah and over water it's just a blast <laughs> just a blast so we are next in line all right we're sitting here in front of the eiffel tower at beautiful king's island ohio i love the eiffel tower it is a one-third replica of the actual eiffel tower in paris france did you know that honey Yes, I did. And if I didn't get that right, you would have corrected me, right? I sure would have. <laughs> today in 1884, Harry Truman, 33rd President of the United States, was born today. President Truman died in 1972. In 19- Which is odd, because this park was built in 1972. How about that? How about that? <laughs> President Truman died to build this park. No. No, that was terrible. I'm sorry. That was bad. Boo. Boo for a bad joke. 1911, Robert Johnson was born today. Do you know who Robert Johnson was? Mr. and Mrs. Johnson's son. Mr. Robert Johnson was. Don't steal my joke. Robert Johnson was Mr. and Mrs. Johnson's son. But also, he was a famous blues player. And he, the legend is, Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil Mm. to become a great guitar player. And as the story goes, he was like a mediocre guitar player playing backwoods places and he left for like a year and when he came back after that year he was like this great guitar player an unbelievable guitar player almost like he had two hands playing legend is it he he played like he had two hands playing and so the thought was you know have you ever heard like the crossroads mm-hmm. where the guy sells his, he's at the crossroads and he sells his oh, soul to the devil ralph macchio yeah, I don't, I don't know about it's that. It's a movie. But, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Never saw it. I knew who Ralph Macchio is, but Karate Kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the legend is, is that Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads to become a great, to become a great guitar player. That's the legend. Well, so you know what? I think they had a show on like Netflix or something. Didn't we watch something like that? Yeah, a couple years ago. Really interesting story. Check it out, Robert Johnson. Really interesting story. Uh, 1926, David Attenborough was born today. We just watched a, a couple shows with David Attenborough. I mentioned on a podcast on one of the one of the previous shows, I don't know, a week or so ago about David Attenborough. He has that nature show. He's famous for his nature shows and narrating nature shows, but he had that really neat one with the colorful animals. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And how they see different colors. Yeah, how, how they see different colors than us. I'm holding the phone here. Uh, by the way, I'm recording I'm recording this show on my Samsung S10 or whatever it is, uh, dressed straight through the microphone. I hope it turns out okay. 1940, Ricky Nelson was born today from the Ozzy and Harriet Nelson show. He also was a pretty good solo musical act on his own. He died in a car accident. No. No, in a plane crash. Excuse no. Me. A helicopter. helicopter crash. That's right. I'm sorry. A helicopter crash. How did I even get dressed today without you here? I don't know. And he died in 1985, but he was born today in 1940. 
1940, born today, was Tony Tennille. Do you know who Tony Tennille was? Like Captain and Tennille? Yes, yeah, she was She was Tennille from Captain and Tennille. Tony Tennille. She died, she, uh, she's still alive. She's 80-something. She was born in 1940. So, 81. Remember their, like, their, their songs, Love Will Keep Us Together, and I Will, I Will, I Will. Remember that? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> in 1944, Gary Glitter was born today, Rock and Roll Part 2. Alex Van Halen was born today in 1953. Great drummer for Van Halen. And he's, you know, him and his brother, you know, Eddie died, what, last year? I think so. I think he died last year, yeah. I yeah. hope he didn't have the vid. I don't think he did. I think he died of, he died of, I think he died of lung cancer or something like that. Wow. 1954, David Keith was born today. David Keith is an actor that you know his face, but you don't know his name. Look up David Keith. You'll say, oh, I know that guy. I've seen him in this, and I've seen him in that. I've seen him in this. 1957, Bill, Bill Cower was born today. We, we met Bill Cower. That's right. We, uh, I've told you guys the story of when we met Garth Brooks when we went out to the Super Bowl in, in Los Angeles to the Rose Bowl and got to hang out with Garth and met his mom and his wife at the time, Sandy, and hung out with them, had dinner with them and, a, and some, some other people from around the country. Well, during, the, during that same period of time, I think either in the, I don't know if it was in the same building or, or whatever it was, it was outside. I think it was outside. at the um, football experience. Yeah, at the, at the NFL experience. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We met and chatted with Bill Cower for a while. Yeah. Really nice guy. Really nice guy. Uh, and we met Paul Tagliabue. Paul Tagliabue as well, yeah. Paul I Tagliabue came across as well. that picture today. Yeah, he was there as well. 1964, Melissa Gilbert from Little House on the Prairie was born today. Enrique Iglesias was born today in 1975. Enrique Iglesias, what's his dad's name? What's his? Julio. Julio Iglesias, that's right. Julio Iglesias, that's right. Today, the, <clears throat> excuse me, today in 1912, Paramount Studios or Paramount Pictures was founded. They did The Godfather, Titanic, Indiana Jones. Shrek and a bunch of other movies. Star Wars. Star Wars. Paramount Studios. I can't believe I didn't name Star Wars. Oh no, Star Wars wasn't. I'm sorry. Star Wars wasn't Paramount? No, I got confused. Well, it's it's all Disney now, so we know that. <laughs> uh, Gandhi began his 21-day fast in protest of the British oppression today, today, on this day today, 1933. The Beatles released, <clears throat> in 1970, the Beatles released Let It Be on uh, the, the album Let It Be was released today in 1970. I'm starting to fall all over my words here. I'm so excited to be at Kings Island still. Uh, and today, in, in 1970-something, I didn't. I don't have the last digit there, but today in 1970-something, the first ascent of Mount Everest without supplemental oxygen was achieved by Reinhold Messner and Peter Hebeler. How, how do you think I did on that name? Hebeler? Hebeler? Hebeler. Yeah, Hebeler. Either way. They did it today. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and we just stopped and got something to drink as we're standing here in front of the Eiffel Tower. We're going to walk around a bit. Well, we are back in studio at the Palatial Taylor Estate here in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. We really intended to finish the whole show from Kings Island. But after we ate dinner, we ate dinner at the Skyline Chili. We have food passes, uh, annual food passes there. So... We get, I think, two meals a day, right? They have to be four hours apart, is or is I think, I think that's so. rules four, yeah. four or six hours apart. And so we ate at the Skyline Chili there. 
at Kings Island, and we had intended to, right afterwards, sit down next to the beautiful fountain that they have there at the park and finish up the show, but it got pretty chilly. And while we had sweatshirts on and thought we were dressed for the occasion, it got pretty chilly, so we decided, okay, let's go ahead and finish this up at home. So we are here, back in the home studio, to finish up the show. I hope you enjoyed that little those little snippets from King's Island. I promise you, you will hear more from King's Island. I love that place. Uh, I take care. I drag Karen there a few times a week during the season, and she's a trooper. She goes with me, and I appreciate that. So here we are again. We are at the segment where we talk about the national days. Today is National Coconut Cream Pie Day, and. If you didn't know, by the way, you heard her there in the background. She, Karen is still with me. National Coconut Cream Pie Day. National Have a Coke Day. You like you like Coke. Yes, I you do. Like, you like Coca Cola. I think you drink Coke Zero now. Yeah, but I I grew up on like Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah. I was always a big Diet Pepsi fan when I when I drank pop, and I haven't I haven't drank pop in how on long purpose. would you say? Yeah, yeah. I don't have I don't drink pop on purpose. The only pop that I will drink is. Root beer. Root beer in ice root, cream. In root beer floats, yes. <laughs> As Karen finishes my sentences for me. Uh the <laughs> the, the only the only uh the only time I drink root beer is uh in root beer float. It on it. I need you to fin my finish my sentences. That's mm-hmm. the problem. The only time I drink pop is in a root beer float, and that's maybe twice a year or something like that. But every so every so often I've grabbed a what I thought was an iced tea sitting on the table and take a swig of it and ends up and being it's not. Yeah, man, it's super sweet. Ugh. I used to be a pop drinker, a diet Pepsi drinker extraordinaire. I drank probably, well, I, I drank a two liter of diet Pepsi. This is no joke. I drank a two liter of diet Pepsi at dinner and I probably had five or six cans of diet Pepsi throughout the day. Every single day. Every day. And this is when I didn't understand why you would even bother drinking Diet Pop. Right. Yeah. I I drank a lot of it. And I said, I've had enough, man. I read a couple articles about how bad that sweetener is for you and how bad soda in general is for you, whether it's diet soda or regular soda. But but I uh, so I, I stopped. I stopped drinking pop altogether. That was... Gosh, well over 20 years, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I, maybe even more. Maybe even more than that. So I don't drink pop anymore. I don't know how we got off on this day. Oh, I know how we got off on this day. Have National a Coke, Coke day. day. National Have a Coke Day. <laughs> and you drink Coke Zero now, right? Yes. So how would you compare Coke Zero to regular Coke? Um. Well, if I would drink like a Diet Coke, I don't like it because it has a strange aftertaste. So... But Coke Zero, I think, tastes more like regular Coke. Yeah, they have a lot. I think Coca-Cola, the company, has a lot of those Zero products. I think they... Oh, now Pepsi's doing it. Yeah. They're doing Zero Sugar. Like, um, I'll drink uh, root beer. And it'll say... Dad's? Is it Dad's root beer? A&W. A&W. And it'll say Zero Sugar. Right, right. It's not like they're saying 
A&W zero. Right, right. But they are. They're saying zero sugar. I think they. I think Mountain Dew has a Mountain Dew zero as well. So today is National Have a Coke Day, National Student Nurse Day. Wasn't I think yesterday one of the days? In the I past think it's was, this whole week is that um, Nurses Week. Nurses or Week or something like that. So today yeah. is National Student Nurse Day, National Birth Mother's Day. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, Birth Mother's Day. I get it. You know some. I guess some mothers. Gave birth to their children, and some did not actually physically give birth to their children, but they are still their mothers nonetheless. But today is National Birth Mother's Day, okay? National Babysitter's Day, um, okay, Happy ba- Babysitter's Day. National Dog Mom's Day, see, this is just all moms, all moms all week. They deserve it, I guess. They do. National Dog Mom's Day. National Train Day. I'm a dog's mom. Yeah, you are a dog mom. Yeah. You're a dog mom. And I have actual children. Yes. <laughs> National Train Day. You know, I love the train at Kings Island. I know. It's my second favorite ride. My favorite ride is the Beast. Oh, I love the Beast. It's it's the best. The Beast at Kings Island is the best. And what you heard today was just a little bit of a preview from Kings Island and my excitement to be there. Uh, when I when I walk into Kings Island, automatically I turn 12 years old again. <laughs> And I just love the place. I just love, I love roller coasters. I love things that spin around. I love things that go in a loop to loop. I, I love things that go up high in the air. I love all that stuff. And man, I hope I never get too old for those things. Cause I just, I love them. I do. Do you love them? Mm-hmm. I like the blue ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> but today is national train day and I love the train at Kings Island. It just, I don't know, very sentimental to me, nostalgic. Today is National Archery Day. Go shoot a bow. National Miniature Golf Day. Yeah, go play some putt-putt golf. They don't have any more putt-putts. Yeah, I guess they don't. Go play miniature golf somewhere. I'll bet you there's a putt-putt somewhere, but go play miniature golf somewhere. National, yeah, National Miniature Golf Day. Cornelia DeLange Syndrome Awareness Day. I have no idea what this is, what Cornelia DeLange Syndrome Awareness Day. Let's take a second and find out what that is. That kind of caught me by surprise. I should have looked that up. But let's, in real time, just take a peek and see what that is. Go to trusty Google. It says here that Cornelia DeLange Syndrome, if I'm saying that right, is characterized by slow growth before and after birth, leading to short stature, intellectual disability, uh, short stature, intellectual disability that is usually moderate to severe, and abnormal ad, abnormalities of bone in the arms, hands, and fingers. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So that today is National Cornelia DeLange Syndrome Awareness Day. So yeah, that's that's something that. Now we're aware of. Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive Day. Today is Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive Day. Okay, Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive Day. So today is the day that we celebrate food drives that stamp out hunger. Is that what that's saying? Yes, that's what that's saying. So anything that we can do to stamp out hunger hunger is a good thing. Food drives. I remember being a, being a kid doing canned good drives and paper drives. Do you remember doing paper drives as a kid? Where you collect all the newspapers and and brought brought them into this big trailer and 
supposedly that that went to some charity or fundraiser for the school or something like that. But today sounds is, sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Paper. Oh, I see what you did there. Sounds sketchy. Very good. Very nice. Boom, boom. So today is Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive Day. So celebrate that by figuring out a way to stamp out hunger. As you know, did you know that we went to Kings Island today? <laughs> I think I said <laughs> we went to Kings Island today. So I thought it'd be good to talk about a few fun facts about Kings Island. And as I put these together, I sit corrected by none other than the beautiful Karen. She was very right on one thing that we talked about. She's right on a lot of things, but she was very right. And I was wrong on one thing. And you'll know what that is here in just a second. But the very first, Kings Island was the very first. The first rides and attractions constructed at the park were the Eiffel Tower, Royal Fountain, and racer roller coaster. The racer was the first twin track, twin track wooden coaster built in modern times, according to the Kings Island website. It could hit speeds close to sixty miles an hour. So the racer is a cool ride. It's I very love nostalgic. the racer. It's a wooden wooden roller coaster. You said you love the racer. Yes, because you know back in the eighties they turned one side and it went backwards. That's that fun. was fun. So the idea behind the racer is you have two you have two trains that run side by side and they separate when they go up up a up a hill and and loop around. Uh, and the idea behind them is they they're supposed to be racing each other. And however they do it, one sometimes one win one wins the red one, and sometimes the blue one wins. And there was a period of time that they turned one backwards. And so you got to ride the roller coaster backwards. And that was a blast. I don't know why they stopped doing it, but that because was a lot of fun. it lifted you out of your seat. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, fun. That could be it. <laughs> Love the racer. So moving on, the park was the filming location for two popular television shows in 1972. We talked about this earlier, too, didn't we? While we were at the park. The Partridge Family show made an episode called I Left My Heart in Cincinnati. That featured Cincinnati Reds catcher Jimmy, Johnny Bench and former Miss America Mary Ann Mobley. Can you do you know what role Johnny Bench played in the Partridge Family? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. He's waiter. Yes. Baseball great, the greatest catcher in, in baseball history, played a waiter in the Partridge Family. He. Played, played a waiter in the Partridge family when they were here in Cincinnati. And he was on Hee Haw. Yeah, he was on Hee Haw, too. He was on Hee Haw. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> and the cast of the Brady Bunch also shot an episode at the park. Who can who can forget that scene where the kids are all running through the park with the rolled up architect drawings, trying to get them to their dad so he can give a presentation. And uh, it's just a neat. Neat scene, man. Well, Those are two neat shows. There are things there that aren't there now, like the canoes. Yeah, the canoes. The sky ride. Uh, yeah, that's not there either. The sky ride's not there anymore. When do you think they took that down? I don't know, but apparently I read a story that the sky ride. Now, the sky ride was a ride that through some through a tether, through a cable, not a tether, but through a cable, you you rode in these cars that stretched across the park. And yeah, they, and, and they you rode, could see everything. You could see everything, and they it stretched in the air. That You rode in the air across the park on these cables and these cars, these colorful cars. 
And apparently one time it broke down for like eight hours and they couldn't get, get the people out for eight hours. And the park offered the people who were stuck on that, on that, on those cars for eight hours, free lifetime passes. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Look it up. Look it up. Wikipedia. Google it. It'll tell you the truth right there. So yeah, the Brady Bunch also shot an episode at Kings Island. In 1975, I am humbled by this fact. In 1975, Evil Knievel set a world record when he jumped over 14 Greyhound buses on his motorcycle in the parking lot of Kings Island. The spectacle was aired on ABC's Wide World of Sports. His son, Robbie Knievel, jumped a motorcycle over 24 Coke Zero. I'll be gone. Yes! We were talking about Coke Zero earlier. We didn't. Did, I didn't know this one. Jumped a motorcycle over twenty-four. Boy, you're excited about Coke Zero, aren't you? Jumped a motorcycle over twenty-four Coke Zero trucks for a world record in two thousand eight. I said that he jumped the fountain. I don't know why I thought he jumped the fountain. I was sure, but as you look at it, there'd be no room for him to jump the fountain. No, because uh, the Eiffel Tower's right there. Yeah, yeah, the Eiffel Tower's there. The international, the entrance in, is right in front of the fountain, and the Eiffel Tower is at the other end of the fountain. There would have been no ramp up or landing room for him there. So, what was I thinking? I don't know what I was thinking. Mystic Timbers opened in 2017, thrilling more than 1.3 million guests. The roller coaster, the 16th for the park, and the fourth made of wood, gives the park a combined total of 18,804 feet of wooden roller coaster track, the most at any amusement or theme park in the world. Take that, Disney fans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that if we lived in Florida, we'd probably go there all the time. Yeah, I believe we would. And and in that in that spirit, Kings Island is known as the Mecca of wooden roller coasters. The Beast, my favorite ride ever of all time i think it's best at night it is a blast anytime but especially at night because it's so dark it's like it goes through like wooded areas Mm -hmm. you know or it's dark it's a fun ride and you can't see anything when you go back to the you're on this fast wooden roller close coaster and you can't see anything at night and you go up a hill and they shine when you go up the hill they shine these bright lights so you really can't see anything right into your eyes and it's just it's a neat experience it's built as go ahead i'm sorry and it goes down into a tunnel yeah (laughs) it goes down into a tunnel a really dark tunnel and it goes into this double what do they call the helix yeah double helix Ah, it's a blast it's at least three minutes long and i think it gets faster every time i ride it yeah but i'm just getting older i guess (laughs) no i love it you love it we love riding i love it the Beast, billed as the biggest, baddest, longest, faster roller coaster in the world, opened 40 years ago in 1979. We talked about this earlier also. Mm-hmm. I think, well, that was my, was that my opening tidbit? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. It was. The wooden roller coaster is 7,359 feet long, has a top speed of 64.8 miles an hour. I swear it goes 90. That's uh, It's a blast. <laughs> I love it. And is known as the world's longest wooden roller coaster. Son of Beast, the the world's tallest, fastest, and only looping roller coaster, was unveiled in 2000, open for nine seasons. The problematic ride, this is the Son of Beast, Mm -hmm. not the Beast itself. The problematic ride was officially closed 
in 2009 and dismantled in 2012. I hated it. Yeah, I, I didn't like the Beast either. It was too way the too jerky. The Son of Beast. Yeah, the, the, yeah, excuse me, the Son of Beast. Way too jerky. I think it had a loop in it, did yeah, it, it did. not? It, yeah, that's what it said here. It's the world's longest wooden roller coaster. Yeah, Son of oh. Beast, the world's long, uh, world's tallest, fastest, and only looping roller coaster but it was just it was a it disaster. was awful it broke down all the time and the way they had you secured wasn't was not comfortable people just stopped stopped like, riding the ride is i what know they did. i got bruised yeah people just stopped riding the ride is what they did so that's those are our little tidbits about king's island i'm sure you will hear more about this place today was opening day the not not the official opening day this is the opening day for season pass holders and I'm sure you will hear more because I love this place and I will certainly record from Kings Island more often. And hey, listen, thank you to um, listener Daniel Ginger for recommending that I do some kind of recording from Kings Island. He sent me a text when he knew that I was going to Kings Island. I think I mentioned it in yesterday's show. He said, hey, you should do a show from Kings Island. Well, I did a part of sh- partial show from Kings Island, Daniel, but thank you for the recommendation. And you you sparked the idea, so I appreciate that. And I will do more shows from Kings Island. I'll have to get my recording down a little better. That was recorded straight into the phone. I have a portable recorder that I that I could have used, but I let my daughter daughter borrow it, and she's bringing it tomorrow for Mother's Day as we get together for brunch. But she's bringing it back to me. I texted her saying, "Hey, can you bring that recorder back to me?" And so. Yeah, yeah, I'll be recording from Kings Island again. Thank you, Daniel Ginger, for the recommendation. I appreciate you for that, and I appreciate you for listening. You are a loyal listener and have become a a friend. So thank you, buddy. Hey, I need to just say one thing. Just one thing. Well, maybe. Um, If you listeners out there ever come to Cincinnati, make sure it's like the summertime because Kings Island is there. You should absolutely try it out. We'll take you. <laughs> yes. Well, let me know. We'll take you to Kings Island. Hey, they like- have they have uh, they have um, for season pass holders they have bring a friend discounts, and I think the discount is small enough. If you let me know in advance, we could probably swing some tickets. And uh, I would love to have you here. We'll take you to Kings Island, right? Mm-hmm. We'll take them. We and- take our we take our grandkids all the time. We and know they're three we hours away. We got them away, passes, or two and a half hours away, almost three. <laughs> and we got them. We got we bought them passes, and yeah. So we're going to Kings Island. Well, um, in a typical season, they have um, the haunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Halloween haunt, and they have this thing called Winterfest. Right. So I mean, they're open as long as possible, but. With the COVID, it may not be the same this year. They did a little something different last year for Halloween, and they didn't open up Winterfest. But Winterfest is is spectacular. It's beautiful. It's festive. Just it's they have the the Eiffel Tower decorated like a Christmas tree. Yes, and they have they have nativity scenes, live nativity scenes, Mm -hmm. and hot chocolate. And the carol, hot chocolate carolers is to and, die for. It's oh, so it's good. <laughs> wonderful. Car- carolers and carriage rides. And some of the rides are even open during that time. Mm-hmm. And you walk down Main Street and it just feels like you're, you've are you been thrown back into 
Christmas jolly goodness, man. It just and you can skate in the fountain. Yeah, you can skate in the fountain. What a what a blast! Yeah, and and the Halloween haunt is is pretty cool too. It's it gets so crowded there during the Halloween haunt. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Halloween haunt and what we think they should do. What we think they should do is what they did last year, which is make it a more friendly family. Friend, like a family, harvest fest. Yeah, yeah family friendly harvest fest kind of thing. It's neat though. It's mm-hmm. neat. It's a neat place. Anyway, here's the deal. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm not sure if this one's so tough as I as I read through it. Okay, would I rather work the job I have now for a year at double my current rate? of pay so make twice as what i make now or have one year off or you have one year off with what you're making now so they would i would i would work the next year make double the money or make the same money but get the whole year off this is easy i thought this was going to be harder this is easy give me the year off i'll I'll take you can keep double your money uh give me the year off same pay and boy, I would love that. I would love that. I could do so much with that. How about you? Me? Yes, that's you. Oh. <laughs> sometimes you was you. Sometimes you was you, Karen. And sometimes you was them. Sometimes you was the listener. And sometimes you is you, you. You is? <laughs> Did you fail English? You is you, right? <laughs> You is, as you is, or as you ain't. Yeah, that was funny. There we go. Okay. How about you, honey? Um, hmm. Well, what if I took the double the amount I made and then take a whole year off? Then it's the same thing. Right? Because if you took double, you can't, you can't do both. You can't get double your pay and take the year off that defeats the purpose of the question. Well, the the purpose of the question is would you rather have double the money, still work the whole year, not be able to take it off or make the same amount of money but you get the whole year off and don't have to work. So they're paying me to take the year off? Yes. Oh, well, that should be easy. That's an easy one for me. Mm. Give me the year off. Yeah, and then you can travel. Yep, give me the year off. All right. Well, I weighed in today at 202.8. That is flat and leaves me with 37.8 pounds to go until I reach 165. I ate 1,450 calories, and my goal is between is to stay between 1,600 and 1,800 calories. And I walked 7,012 steps today. And Kings Island helped those efforts. And that is 1,012 steps over my goal. Actually, that go, I'm going to get this all mixed up because usually I report the day before and all that other stuff. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm moving in the right direction. Direction's more important than position, right? Direction's more important than position. We're moving in the right direction. It's not a linear path, but it's it's in overall it's in the right direction. I might start reporting on my weight once a week. May, uh, let's think about that. Let's think about that. Do you do this every day? I yes, I report on my weight every single day. They all hear it. I have nothing to hide. I am completely exposed. Oh my. Stop it. The opposite, here's here's the quote of the day from Ellie Ellie Weissel. I don't know who that is, but I like this quote. 
The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Ooh, I like that quote. The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. I would rather have somebody yell at me than ignore me. I would have, I would rather somebody just, just, I I don't know what word I'm looking for here. Not yell, but show me some emotion. If you're indifferent to me, if you're apathetic to me or apathetic to the situation or apathetic to another person, that's the worst. That's the worst thing. I would rather somebody, yeah, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Yeah, that's powerful. If you really let that sink in, that's powerful. Because I guess when you, when you hate something, you would be indifferent to it, wouldn't you? If you truly hated it. But you, the things that I hate, I hate them because I care about them at some level. I care about the outcome. I care about the person involved. I care about the situation. This may, this may sound to be a little bit twisted, but if there's something I hate, the, the hate is there because I care something about the situation. If I'm indifferent to it or apathetic to it, there's just, there's no emotion there whatsoever. And that's almost a worse place to be, to be indifferent or apathetic. Any thoughts on that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, then let's leave it there. <laughs> let's, let's just leave it there. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap it up from, from right there. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com or send me a text at 513-399-6468 just to say hi. I would love to hear from you. You know that the main reason I do this show is because I love coming here every day to talk to you. The other reason I do the show is to practice podcasting. And part of today was, was doing that practice, was figuring out how, to, how am I going to record this in the middle of a theme park. And I think we did a decent job. I think there's room for improvement, but it was on the phone. It was on this little Samsung S10 and directly into the microphone, no filter, no anything, just right into the microphone. And I saved the file and dropped it into my, my digital audio workstation called a doll made a few adjustments just to move stuff around. That's it. Didn't really, I didn't do anything to the audio itself. Just made some few adjustments to stitch it together. But other than that, that's, that's part of practicing podcasting is knowing how to do stuff in, in odd situations. So let me know how I did. Let me know how I'm doing. I would certainly appreciate it. But if you just want to say hi, the email address is joe at the simple joe.com, or you can send me a text at 513-399-6468. And don't worry about remembering that stuff or writing it down because it'll be in today's show notes at the simple joe.com or wherever you are listening to this show. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way, except you, honey. I, I love you in a weird way. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>